0: Attention, Ride On Bus, Ride On Extra, Flash, and Flex Riders. Fare collection will resume on August 1st. Fares will be collected at a new reduced rate. All trips are now only $1. Kids, seniors, and disabled still ride for free. The new reduced rate of $1 reflects Montgomery County's desire to provide equitable transit for all riders. Pay via Smart Trip card, download the Smart Trip app on your mobile phone, or pay with exact change. Learn more at rideonbus.com. When you're getting back into your busy fall routine but still want to make every breakfast count, try Blue Apron's new ready-to-cook meals that offer your favorite fresh quality ingredients ready in minutes. With 60-plus options each week, you can choose from an ever-changing mix of high-quality meat, fish, vegetarian, WW-recommended, and health-conscious offerings. Get a $100 gift card, plus enjoy $130 off across your first six orders when you place an order by September 23rd. Visit blueapron.com unique2022.
1: some of that that we just said that'll just end up on the podcast anyway because sure. that's where we do we just sort of start impromptu and our guest is rebecca frost you Hi. have a you have a middle name sylvain really
0: after the new york dolls guitar that's what i was gonna
1: ask sylvain sylvain mm-hmm. really yep. Uh, yeah. Credit well, to I, Bill frost. well i know your dad yeah. uh-huh. uh rebecca frost is our guest she is um uh, a member of the, uh, she's a regular panelist now on the Geek Show podcast, mm-hmm. geekshowpodcast.com. Uh, she was a longtime panelist on her own podcast with four other women uh, called Hello, Sweetie, mm-hmm. uh, which is not going right now. So
0: it is, uh, it is, um, we is. We're putting more of a, a bit more of a focus on, we have a podcast network that we've created. Uh-huh. Because um, we stopped doing the podcast for a little bit and instead shifted to this Hello Sweetie podcast network to okay. incorporate other people who wanted to do podcasts. Um,
1: per- women in particular, or does it matter?
0: I mean, we love if there's women who want to do podcasts please. Mm -hmm. And our whole intention was come to us if you need help starting a podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, And we have this community of other podcasts that advertise for each other and help each other out.
1: And is it still uh, you and Crystal and uh, Charity and? Danielle. Danielle.
0: Yeah. So it's currently uh, me, Crystal, and Charity.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I I know Crystal fairly well, and I just I love I adore her. She's terrific. She's the best. I don't know what it is about her, but she's just like.
0: She's our Linda Belcher if you watch Bob's Burgers. That's a
1: very good analogy. Mm-hmm. A very good analogy. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so where did the where did the title for your podcast come from? Hello, sweetie. Doctor Who. I thought so. Mm-hmm. But and I maybe I knew that maybe you told me that before, but I kept thinking I think that's a doctor. Who reference. Mm-hmm.
0: And when I started, I hadn't watched Doctor Who because we have our own interests, too, because mm-hmm. I remember sure. my mom has always been into Star Trek and been a huge Star Trek fan, and I never got into it. And my dad was big into, like, uh, superheroes. I remember we used to have, like, a Birds of Prey poster at our house. Oh, yeah? And he was way into that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Whereas me, I was other stuff like i think my first big foray into it was like buffy and firefly yeah
1: yeah, yeah. and uh and you uh, so when did you 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 did like 300 episodes of the hello sweetie podcast mm-hmm. or more than 300 i think yeah
0: now we're past 300 yeah yeah
1: what, so when you started doing that well talk about the genesis of that and how you hooked up with those other women
0: yeah so i actually met um crystal and charity through roller derby where i also met
1: mm-hmm. jammy mm-hmm. um, my my wife yes
0: and she, I remember when she started and she has now surpassed me in every, <laughs> <laughs> not that I'm like a great skater or she anything. but She,
1: she, she <laughs> always said, you know, Rebecca Frost, don't you? And I said, yeah. And she said, I adore her. Oh. <laughs> and I said, well, she's, she's very nice.
0: <laughs> well, I adore yeah. your wife.
1: Yeah, she's great. Uh, so so you, uh, you you met the charity? Charity
0: and Crystal. So what had happened, there was one, we were doing a scrimmage, and I got the worst injury of my roller derby career ever. Mm-hmm. I wound up sitting flat in the air and landed right on my tailbone ah. on the concrete. And it's the only time I've ever, like, got up and cried. and <laughs> But Crystal came over to check on me, and I told her, thank you. By the way, I listened to your podcast, because they had been doing it without me for Uh, a while. They started it. Uh Mm -hmm. And I was like, by the way, I listened to your podcast, and I like it. And uh, the next day, she'd asked if I wanted to guest on it, and it was kind of a trial audition. And ever since then, I've just been doing it
1: so it's uh these four girls doing a geek geek podcast and there was already the geek show podcast and was there a little rivalry there for a while (laughs) yeah Uh, yeah uh, and maybe even a little unfriendliness there for Mm -hmm. a while i'd say so yeah
0: um but uh everybody's grown and everybody's changed and Mm -hmm. everyone's a little bit more accepting i think noticing just how toxic geek culture can be as a whole everywhere it's kind of made everybody look in on themselves and realize there's room for everybody here.
1: Why is geek... Sh- let's let's just talk about geek culture in general being so toxic. Why is it? I don't get it.
0: <laughs> I think because people get possessive and when people get possessive over a thing that they love, um, they're going to be really quick to defend it as they love it. Mm-hmm. So like Star Wars, for example, uh people grew up on the original trilogy and the new trilogy Last Jedi in particular changes what they are familiar with and what they know mm-hmm. and therefore it's dangerous and I hate it and mm-hmm. it must die mm-hmm. and so people tend to get really defensive and protective yeah. and I think that's where the toxicity comes in. I
1: just don't understand though that I mean you can not like it and say you know it just didn't pull, just didn't mean the same to me, it didn't pull the same levers in me, mm-hmm. it, didn't, it didn't resonate with me the way the original three movies did, um, they're, they're just not my favorite. Rather than you can you just we can we should not even have done them. Let's get rid of them. And you know, in, in fairness though, that is why I'm sitting here is because I'm your wingman and we'll, I will die for you. And what? I, see what I mean? <laughs> like, well, it happens. Well, to. but I'm worth dying for. A movie is. <laughs> fair <laughs> fair <enough, laughs> but uh, also,
0: uh, people tend to, because they are possessive over things, feel entitled like they yeah. own it, and because they are entitled to owning it changing it is not allowed mm-hmm. and you liking the different thing is not allowed mm-hmm. and it's really easy to be a bully online online especially because nobody can see you mm-hmm. it's really be easy to talk shit when yeah. you're behind a screen and no one can call you out
1: yeah that's true that's that's where a lot of toxicity comes from is just people commenting online uh you <clears throat> you i'm sure as a woman in the geek culture been been the been subjected to a lot of that mm-hmm. uh yeah. She says, "Yeah, okay." Yeah, whatever. it's not new. Anything? Uh, <laughs> I mean, has it been? Has it ever been uh, so hurtful to you that that it uh, that it bothered you? I mean, was it just, you know, that made you feel like maybe I should not do this anymore?
0: I feel like I've been pretty lucky in that I am able to stand up for myself and. Understanding about how other people think and why people are the way that they are. So uh, there are instances where I come up against people being assholes. And I just learn, I say to myself, they've got their own shit going on. Mm-hmm. So I don't need to engage with it. Mm-hmm. And it's free to not be a jerk. So I <laughs> opt not to. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really engage in online fights about stuff, because it's trivial. Honestly, in the end, it's all trivial. And it doesn't really, like, we may get meaning from things like Star Wars and start blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, in the end, I don't need to get into an argument about it.
1: You know, it was it used to be that it was sort of fun to argue about things like, and, and the classic one that comes to mind, and I think it might have been in Stand By Me that they did it, but, but you know, where, where you argue whether goofy... You know, Goofy is a dog, or uh, or is he? Uh, what is Goofy? Is he a dog? Well, if he's a dog, is Pluto a dog? Yeah. How can Pluto be a dog <laughs> if Goofy's a dog too? And Goofy can? Is he a more evolved dog? Or is mm-hmm. you know? And, and people sort of argue about that kind of thing, and, yeah. and 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 that's sort of fun, but but it goes. It's it went beyond that.
0: Yeah, because now it's gotten to the point where. Pluto is a dog, and Goofy is a dog, and you're fucking wrong if you disagree with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, it's just, you know, it's, it's you can be, you can take a lot of instruction from Cary Jackson about certain things, and particularly when he uh, says, for instance, when they do reboots of movies, Mm -hmm. and they, people start, and my son, my 20-year-old son is like this, you know, well, they're going to remake... Uh, Let's say they're going to remake *The Walking* or uh, *Dawn of the Dead*, which they did, Mm -hmm. Uh, and and he hated that. (laughs) No, they should. Why? Why are they doing that? It's perfect the way it is. They should just leave it alone. Why did they do that? Now I look at uh, *Dawn of the Dead* was one of my favorite movies, Mm -hmm. and the remake. I went to see the remake, and I went, "This is really good. Mm -hmm. This is I like it. It's they can both exist."
0: Yeah, it's same thing with like stories like cinderella that story's been told a thousand different times a thousand different ways yeah. let people tell the stories they mm-hmm. want to tell
1: mm-hmm. and carrie jackson will always just say you know first of all it hasn't even started filming yet mm-hmm. and people are taking sides yeah and carrie will always just say show me what you got if it's good it's good yeah that's and I- the
0: burden of knowledge too right is we know things are coming and therefore we tend to because this is exactly what happened with the new Star Wars movie right is you know that it's coming and so you build up this idea in your head of what you want to see Mm -hmm. and then because they don't execute that you get pissed off because it's not the story that you built in your head yeah yeah to which I I say to people then go make it yourself
1: yeah I try not to do that I try to just have no expectations and say, well, let's see, let's just take a look and see if it's good and if it is, it is.
0: I'm the type of person. I love to theorize. I love to hypothesize about what could happen, and especially mm-hmm. when, you know, all the Marvel movies leading up to Endgame were coming out, that was all I did was theorize about the possibilities that could what happen. What might they do? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but I never got so stuck in my thoughts that if they didn't do this, it's a terrible movie.
1: Mhm. Uh, is, what is, so you you uh, you still are you just you're you're involved in the geek culture and it informs all of your it informs your life on a daily basis, mm-hmm. yeah. and <laughs> and you and you really like that.
0: I do, yeah. Like I'm the only one at my office who has like geeky stuff at my desk, mm-hmm. and people will always be like, "Well, what is that?" And I'm like, "Oh, that's a Captain Marvel Funko." And they're like, "I don't know who that is." And I'm like, "Well, let me tell you." No, I don't know what a
1: Funko is. Yeah,
0: <laughs> you know, it's just a little doll and. Um, but I can also gauge people's levels of interest, mm-hmm. and like if they're like, who is that? And I say, Captain Marvel, and they say, who is that? I can go, it's a comic book character, mm-hmm. and I can leave it at that.
1: Do you have any <laughs> theories about what it says about our culture right now that these, that these movies, which uh, years ago were these marginal movies, mm-hmm. uh, you know, even the Superman movies, the original ones that were pretty big budgets and they did well, uh, uh, they did well with you know Christopher Reeves and all that. They, they were still kind of marginal movies in a way, you know. They mm-hmm. weren't. They weren't these gigantic tidal wave cultural phenomenon things that that the mar- Marvel movies have become. And it seems like today it was there was a select few people who were really geeks, mm-hmm. and now everybody's a geek.
0: Mm-hmm. What,
1: what does that say about our culture? Do you have any idea?
0: Um, I think it's a new way of storytelling that maybe people are catching on to. So, like, way back when Iron Man first came out and Thor and mm-hmm. whatever earlier movies came out, um, only people who really read comic books or watched cartoons of those things were really into it. Yeah. But because they have made this way of storytelling and these stories more accessible to everybody, um... A lot of people are more willing to invest in that universe and invest in that.
1: Well, maybe I ought to figure out what this is and, <laughs> yeah. and who these people are and who these characters yeah, are. Yeah. Like, for
0: example, like when Captain, the first Captain America movie came out, I didn't know anything about Captain America. But mm-hmm. I left that theater thinking, okay, I could read some comics on this. Mm-hmm. Like, I was so fascinated by it. Yeah. And it just opens this door. And it also, you know, if you watch those movies and you are fine leaving the theater and never thinking about it again. Yeah. To- awesome.
1: Yeah. But, yeah. yeah, and I, you know it's funny. I I so I'm just sort of I have like one half foot in the geek world, mm-hmm. and I I ha, I haven't seen all of those movies. Sure, I've seen many of them, and I've liked a lot of them. Uh, I like I liked a, and a couple of them I've I've loved. Uh, I thought that uh, the the Black Panther movie was just, as you know, astonishing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I liked the the two the last two the the End Game, the last two mm-hmm. of those were. And you know you can sort of even see those, you have to see both of them, but you can kind of see both of them and not really know the whole universe or the world or anything.
0: That's what's great is you can choose your level of investment. Yeah.
1: And I don't, and so I can, then I can ask some questions and if I want to find out more, there's certainly, like you said about Captain America, as a matter of fact, if I know the, I think I know this intellectually, not viscerally what you learn about Captain America in the Marvel movies mm-hmm. is not very much.
0: Yeah, oh yeah. He,
1: there is so much to the depth to Captain America, the Captain America story. Mm-hmm. It's it's a very old story has been in comic books since what the 50s I think or Yeah. Uh, yeah. and and so, so and you don't really f- I mean it's a he's an integral character but you don't really know the whole deal with Captain America. Mm
0: -hmm. like You kind of learn about who he is in his intro movie, but then every movie after that, he just kind of shows up and has the America theme going on. Mm -hmm. The best piece of advice I ever ever received when I started reading comic books was, you will never understand what's going on. Because there are so many different stories and so many different takes that you'll never un- fully understand what's going on. Yeah,
1: didn't it blow people's minds and blow their shit right out of the water when <laughs> when Captain Marvel came along? Oh, yeah. That I mean, that just blew people Oh, and that see there's a movie. That was a really good movie. And it was a good movie whether you knew anything about it at all or mm-hmm. or not. You didn't have to know anything. Yep. And you could walk in there and go wow, this is exciting, and it's an interesting story.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Cat, yeah, Captain Marvel. She is my absolute most favorite. So I
1: didn't even know it was a woman.
0: So, uh, there was one one memorable O B G Y N appointment I had. <laughs> well, she, wait a
1: minute. I know. Hold on. Hold Do on. I really want to know about this? Yeah, know, it's fine. Okay. Um, take, take a big sip of coffee before she <laughs> starts <that. laughs> So,
0: my doctor had a male student with her, uh-huh. so I'm already, like, <laughs> yeah. But he's—I have a Captain Marvel tattoo, and so he's asking me about my tattoos. And he says, "Oh, what's that one?" And I'm like, "Oh, that's uh, the logo for Captain Marvel." And he goes, "Oh, who is that?" And I'm like, "Oh, it's just a comic book character." Mm-hmm. And he says, "Oh, why is he your favorite?" Mm-hmm. And uh, so I—I I come across that a lot, sure. where I have to be like, "Well, one, it's a woman," <laughs> but I. But also, you're not wrong because previously Captain Marvel was a man and blah, blah, blah. That's there's right. like a whole backstory to it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it depend- people, you can choose your level of investment, right? I, I
1: think it's astonishing to, to, to think, so it's Marvel, Marvel Comics and Marvel movies and Marvel this and Marvel that and Marvel this. And, and then I think there are a lot of people who went, wait a minute, so there's a Captain Marvel
0: yeah, it's a whole thing with the comics because DC had the name first, and then mm-hmm. DC lost the copyright for it, so Marvel picked it up. It's, yeah, it's a whole thing.
1: Uh, let's go to uh, a little bit more about um, uh, GeekShowPodcast.com dot com and hello, sweetie. And when you guys started up, there was a kind of a little, there was a little tension there. I thought, and I mean, you probably, I mean, you experienced it more than I did, certainly. But I'm just <laughs> aware of it. Yeah, that there was like, well. Who are these people doing this you know geek thing and mm-hmm. and we are, we're already geek show podcast and and I don't think that lasted a long time, but there mm-hmm. was there, wasn't it?
0: yeah, and this was definitely in a time where um, podcasts were still pretty not uh, mm. what's the word? No- Every- there were novelty podcasts were still kind of a novelty everybody
1: didn't have one yeah mm-hmm.
0: and so, in Salt Lake, in particular, Geek Show was the big cornerstone geek podcast, and there was a niche to fill of where's that, but for women, and so we did that.
1: Was smart move.
0: And as mm-hmm. far as I know,
1: mm-hmm.
0: we've Hello Sweetie was like the biggest girl geek podcast, oh, at least in Salt Lake. Sure.
1: I'm sure, and I and I and I th- there are a lot of people who like Geek Show podcasts who went, wait a minute. What are um, they doing? Woman, what yeah. do those women think they're trying to do, cash in on this?
0: And so it really was um, guarding the playground, right? Yeah. We had the jungle gym first. You can't yeah. be on it. Yeah, yeah.
1: When uh,
0: the playground is big enough for everybody.
1: But there, There is a whole thing of, of women in geek culture and gamer culture mm-hmm. that it, it, it's a pretty toxic environment for, for women. Uh, and it seems like the... It's like the worst of what men are come out. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's that thing that you were talking about earlier that it's online and they can kind of hide.
0: And I've been really lucky in that I haven't been personally like really bullied about anything. I think the the best example that I have of um, just like being... Uh, appalled about men's behavior Mm -hmm. is uh the day that they announced the ghostbusters cast for the all women reboot yeah i was ecstatic because i love saturday night live i love female comics i don't know anything about ghostbusters but i was still so thrilled and that day at comic-con i was on a ghostbusters panel and uh it was really difficult listening to these guys who are diehard ghostbuster fans trash talk these women who were going to be in the reboot oh,
1: well, uh, again a movie that hadn't even been made
0: a movie that hadn't even been made and they just immediately delved into sexist tropes and how how could she carry a proton pack they're heavy or it would be cool to see a pro, like a ghost catcher in a lipstick container and one even went so far as to say it. They shouldn't. They should only be a love interest or something like
1: that. So so you're on a panel with these people. You just go. You guys are assholes.
0: I I tend to freeze up. I I tend to freeze up, and I'm not really good when I'm put on the spot. Mm -hmm. And so, but my friends are in the front row, and they're like, "Rebecca's gonna kill somebody."
1: (laughs) Because I know she can. (laughs) And then,
0: like afterwards, I'll be like.
1: Blah, 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 blah. did
0: you hear what they said but like when it's happening i tend to just like shut down and mm-hmm. be like is this really happening mm-hmm. and so that that was the one instance in which i was like oh my god i cannot believe like this is actually this is real and happening at me
1: and it's a, and it's an instance probably where and we all have them we all have those things happen where we go god if i'd only said oh yeah something about this or done that or yeah uh so you got in so then uh the uh, Geek Show Podcast, Carrie's show, thegeekshowpodcast.com, dot It's been on for t- more than ten years. years. Is it eleven mm-hmm. now? Uh, and it, it had been pretty much woman free.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I've uh, been, been a guest. I've been a guest, and they've had female guests mm-hmm. for years. Mm-hmm. But um, there was, you know, one time I told Carrie, you know, you get an opening, I want it because you guys need a female voice.
1: Yeah, and it, I'm surprised it. Uh, really knowing Carrie, I'm surprised it took him this long to do it. But he's also. Ex- he, Kerry's also, um, uh, fabulously loyal to people mm-hmm. and he had, oh, yeah. you know, if you are one of his people, he's, he's loyal to a fault. And so he, he just didn't have, he couldn't say to one of the guys, okay, you got to go cause we're going <laughs> to bring on a woman.
0: Well, and it, I noticed, I know this now that I've been doing it for so long. They are. How long
1: have you been on Geek Show now?
0: Just since like September. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm
1: sorry, go ahead. You've been doing it so long. I yeah. thought you meant oh, yeah. Geek Show so long. <laughs> well, so.
0: I've been doing Geek Show for long enough now to know the relationship that all the guys have. They are so close, and they've yes. been friends for so long. Yeah. Like, I can totally understand why it's difficult to bring someone new
1: on. But, and it would be uh, – talk about that a little bit. Has it been a little hard for you to kind of, you know, find your way in there? And
0: Not at all, because that was um, one of the reasons they – want and they've wanted me on for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I've lived in New York for a while and I have all these other podcasts going on that just never really worked mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Um, but because I can keep up, that's why I have had no issues at all, just slipping right in. Good, excellent. I can hang with the boys and it's just really easy for me to keep up.
1: Is it is it as fun as you thought it would be?
0: Oh, totally, yeah. Like we just launched a Patreon and so we're constantly creating content mm-hmm just extra content outside the podcast and it's a blast and it's stuff that i would be talking about anyway i would go over to a friend's house and talk about star wars anyway yeah so the fact that i just have a platform to talk at the world
1: it makes it fun i know i i've had it i've had a platform to talk at the world for (laughs) for a number of years and it really is uh, it's a privilege isn't it
0: yeah and I have only recently come into this idea of myself that, like, yes, I do have something to say, and I think it matters, and so I think I can change people's minds about things or give them a new insight into something, and I think I deserve to have a microphone.
1: Well, I would, I would second that.
0: Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I've,
1: I've always—it's funny—I've always thought of you as a very confident person.
0: Oh, thanks. Yeah. Well, every woman behind every woman's veneer is an insecure.
1: Mm. Well, I uh, listen. Um, Anytime you want to talk about geek stuff on the Radio from Hell show, you're welcome to do it. Oh, thanks. And um, I think you're a, a great addition to the, to the Geek Show podcast. And um, so you just one other thing here. You, have a, you just have a regular job that you mm-hmm. do uh, and you go to every day. And, and, but you're, you, you have such great knowledge and charm about a lot of this stuff. Would it sure be nice? Wouldn't it be nice to be able to make money doing this?
0: Oh, it would be way back when I was doing nothing but theorizing about Marvel movies. I would look at websites and YouTube channels where that's all that they did and think, oh, wouldn't that be great to just do that for a job?
1: Is there some some idea that you can figure that out and do it?
0: The currently the best way to do that is through patreon mm-hmm. the geek show patreon um you know people subscribe and pay us money to talk about things that we would be talking about anyway and so far that's and so many podcasters do that too to, yeah. because podcasting is just such a hobby but yeah, I think
1: with varying degrees of success they do it, and it, mm-hmm. it'll it'll be fascinating for me to f- find out how well it goes with with Geek Show. I, I, mm-hmm. I my guess is it'll do well.
0: We're currently up to like three hundred and fifty five ish patrons, uh, subscribers, and everyone's paying three dollars a month.
1: So that's not bad.
0: It's not bad.
1: Not bad at all. Uh, and finally, Kerry will be getting paid something maybe. Yeah. Except <laughs> except he won't. He'll again. Here's Kerry. He he will give the money to the people on the panel. mm Hmm that's what he'll do
0: yeah he's incredibly generous he is really yeah
1: yeah uh rebecca thanks for sitting down with us thank you for having me it's my pleasure uh it's uh the let's go eat show our guest has been rebecca frost you can find her uh at her day job but i won't even say where that is because yeah (laughs) i don't know that i can talk about it yeah we better not uh but you can find her on the geek show geekshowpodcast.com uh every week Week in mm-hmm. and week out, pretty much. Pretty much. And uh, and you'll hear her occasionally on the radio from Hell show in the future, I'm sure. I
0: love coming to do the radio from Hell show. It's Good. so much fun. Good.
1: Uh, that's a that's a that's another different animal. That's kind of it's when people come in who are not used to it. It's probably mm-hmm. a little intimidating at first. Yeah, I don't I, know.
0: I grew up in radio, so I'm kind of like Meh, just another eh, day. Yeah,
1: I can do it. Yeah, yeah. whatever. Uh, so uh, there we go. You, you know your dad's been on the show for over for 20 every, years, I think. Yeah, I'll something bet. like that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's it. Thanks to uh, Ryan Louder and The Daily for having us here. Uh, it's 222 South Main, The Daily. Uh, stop in for uh, lunch or uh, uh, breakfast. Uh, and, uh, yeah, they've been a Sundance uh, lounge area as well. It's the
0: queer lounge for Sundance.
1: Oh, it is? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. So that's what's so cool about it. Yeah. Like are we allowed in? Yeah. Well, 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 yeah, we are. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen, I don't know about you, but I'm a little bit queer. I, we're all, we all I queer. I think we're all a little queer at least. Uh, Thank you, Dick Clark, for producing the show. Uh, That's it. I'm Bill Allred. Remember, if you're pouring drinks, always make mine a double.